Good morning for Thursday, July 4, 2013. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Egypt Army ousts Morsi, suspends charter. Military reasserts its allegiance to its realm of privilege in Cairo. In today's national headlines, Postal Service is recording outside of all mail. Postponing health rules emboldens Republicans, and scientists use stem cells to create tiny human livers. In today's business headlines, Wall Street waits for a twitch in jobs data, U.S. border agency allows others to use its drones, and soaring Hong Kong rents push out mom-and-pop stores. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Nicholas Kristof. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Cairo, Egypt Army ousts Morsi, suspends charter. Reported by David Kirkpatrick. Egypt's military officers removed the country's first democratically elected president, Mohamed Morsi, on Wednesday, suspended the constitution, and installed an interim government presided over by a senior jurist. Tahrir Square, where tens of thousands of opponents of the government had gathered each night since Sunday to demand Morsi's removal, erupted in fireworks and jubilation at news of the ouster. At a square near the presidential palace where Morsi's Islamist supporters had gathered, men broke into tears and vowed to stay until he was reinstated or they were forcibly removed. The dogs have done it and made a coup against us, they chanted. Dying for the sake of God is more sublime than anything, a speaker declared. Morrissey rejected the general's actions as a complete military coup. Military vehicles and soldiers in riot gear had surrounded the rally in the hours before the takeover, and tensions escalated through the night. Within hours, at least seven people had died, and more than 300 were injured in clashes in 17 provinces between Morsi supporters and either civilian opponents or security forces. For Morsi, it was a bitter and ignominious end to a tumultuous year of political battles that ultimately alienated millions of Egyptians. Having won a narrow victory, his critics say, he broke his promises of an inclusive government and repeatedly demonized his opposition as traitors. With the economy crumbling and with shortages of electricity and fuel, anger at the government mounted. By the end of the night, Morsi was in military custody and blocked from all communications, one of his advisors said. Egyptian security forces arrested at least 38 senior leaders of the Muslim Brotherhood, including Sa'ad al-Khatantni, the chief of the group's political party, and others were being rounded up as well, security officials said. In a carefully orchestrated series of maneuvers, the generals built their case for intervention, calling their actions an effort at a national reconciliation, and refusing to call their takeover a coup. At a televised news conference late Wednesday night, General Abdul Fattah al-Sisi said the military had no interest in politics and was ousting Morsi because he had failed to fulfill the hope for a national consensus. The general stood on a stage, flanked by Egypt's top Muslim and Christian clerics as well as a spectrum of political leaders, including Mohammed el-Baradai, the Nobel Prize-winning diplomat, and Galal Mora, a prominent Islamist ultra-conservative. The move plunged the generals back to the center of political power for the second time in less than three years, following their ouster of President Hosni Mubarak in 2011.
their return threatened to cast a long shadow over future efforts to fulfill that revolution's promise of a credible, civilian democracy.